Hello, Chris. Hello, Ben. It's the old Pop Story and Minisode. It is. And we were just talking about how we wanted this not to be all about movies, and it has been about movies a lot. <laughs> we we do tend to talk about movies more than we talk about other forms of pop culture. I was, I've been thinking about that as well. I was just like, because you're a filmmaker, and you're That's true, yeah. such a deep well of information about <laughs> about film and about music as well. Right. I know very little about music. I, we, we haven't talked about music much. Um, I am kind of like a flood with many interests, but I'm only two inches deep. So mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot. My well goes deep, but it's only an inch wide. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess makes this perfect for this this podcast. Um, so we were trying to think of a theme for this particular mini-sode. Uh-huh. And I'm coming up dry in my two inches of knowledge. Um, but I can tell you what I've been reading lately, kind of what I've been studying. Yeah. And maybe explain a little bit why <laughs> I'm talking about movies a lot yeah um so this this year leah my wife and i have talked about watching films that we have not seen before mm-hmm. um and so we have we have watched a lot of movies usually we kind of get caught in a tv program because we do that um but we have watched a lot of a lot of films so i of course talking a lot about movies there uh, one of the books i'm reading right now is a biography on george lucas mm-hmm. and of course that talks about movies a lot so other movies out there now that I want to see from mm-hmm. that time period as well, including Apocalypse Now, which I've never seen before, which add that to my list of shame. Mm-hmm. And so it made me currently reading also in extension of that uh, In the Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. If you've never ah, okay. Read, I saw that on your table. If you've never read it, I do recommend it. I it's, have read it a long time ago. Definitely wasn't worth rereading. So since I'm reading it now, could that be what our Minnesota is about? Yeah, let's our talk about Hearts of Darkness. <laughs> hearts of Darkness. So you read the book. I have. Good. Um, what did you think of it? <laughs> it uh, it's been a long time since I read it. I think I read it in high school. Um, it struck me at the time as being pretty depressing, which I guess is uh, a common. Complaint of high schoolers reading Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness. I can I can see that. Um, it's a pretty dark story, um, but I was struck also at the time by the richness of it, um, and just the um, I don't know the power of it, and the power of this uh, the sort of self delusional character in the jungle. Um, so. I'm down to the last 20 pages of it. I haven't finished so it. So you might finish it as soon as we wrap up yeah, recording. <laughs> finish it tonight, hopefully. Anyway, um, this has not been a it's not been a fast read for me. It's only like 100 and, I don't know, 120 pages long. Yeah, it's but long. it's it's hard to read. It's it's dense. It's yeah. a dense read. For being as short as it, as it is, especially. Yeah, I picked it up thinking, oh, this is going to be a fast read. It'll be quick. Yeah, um, yeah no. No, no. <laughs> Uh, Joseph Conrad, I read a little bit about him for, when I read this film. Uh, when I read books and watch movies, I like to read the background of it. And Joseph Conrad was a Pole. He was Polish by birth. Mm-hmm. And he didn't see England until he was 20 years old or so. Mm-hmm. And English is like his third language. Yeah. <laughs> he, that's, knew, uh, he knew Polish, then he learned French. Yeah. That's one of the things that fascinates me the most about Joseph Conrad is his... Uh, his, his mastery of a language that 
is not even it's not his birth language you would think he'd, not only not native but his third language you think he'd write in french or or, or yeah. polish or something but he he chooses to write in english mm-hmm. he's known as an english writer which yeah. i find absolutely fascinating it is it is fascinating and in the heart of darkness is about belgian congo so it's not actually even about those three mm-hmm. uh, nations um it's more much more about a kind of an adventurer uh, not adventure, but an adventurer mm-hmm. and, and seagoing characters, which he was part of the Merchant Marine, too. Um, yeah. I'm finding it fascinating. Yeah, it's a, it's an epic work of literature, for sure. One that I've been meaning to go back and revisit for some time. Yeah. And also, <laughs> it's interesting to me is that it's told in a very funky way. It's, it, yeah. To start the, the book off, you're a kid you're listening to a character talk about another character and then the other character tells a story and then you're immediately transposed to his point of view uh, yeah it's very it's very strong narratively it has a lot of uh narrative techniques that were quite new for the time when was it written do you know when it was published i do not remember um i want to say 1912 i believe it is the early 20th century yeah it's just it's an incredible piece yeah it's a it's definitely one on my short list to recommend to to reread um and definitely a fascinating adaptation uh in apocalypse now don't tell me how it ends <laughs> no spoilers which is, which is uh one of those films that's been um revised a lot really yeah, it's there's multiple versions of Apocalypse Now floating around. I think the latest one is the Redux, which is kind of expanded mm-hmm. uh, edition. Yeah, so it, it was a fil- it's a book that I, when I read it, I didn't understand how anybody could adapt it to any form. Right. It seems singularly to be a work of literature to me. So is that because uh, I guess the... I still feel that way even having seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is Not that, to fault the movie, it's just the movie is kind of a separate thing. Is that because of the the narrative style where you're switching from one character to another character yeah. mid mid narrative? Yeah, and also just the the environment that it depicts was kind of unfilmable at the time and is kind of no longer existent today. Right. Actually, so it would be almost impossible to recreate. So when I read uh, fiction, I tend to like picture it in my mind how it would be done in a movie form. Kind of, it's mm-hmm. just, you're a visual thinker. I'm a visual thinker, so I'm thinking like, how would they do this? And I would, I would love to try to do that because it, you would have to do it in a, a stage, mm-hmm. a, a sound stage, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and, and build a river, an actual, an actual river to put this boat on. <laughs> I would love to see that done in a movie. I would love to see it done. I don't know if I'd love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be hard, it would, and I think that would, it kind of draws back to that 1980s 1970s style of making a film yeah. practical effects yeah. it would be really hard and really expensive to do it that. was really hard and expensive at the time almost yeah. killed francis ford coppola you know well i mean i guess that just finishes up our conversation about it yeah do you want to say anything further on why we keep gravitating back to movies in our conversations that's something we I think we share specifically as you and I as friends. Yeah. That is something we both enjoy. You are That's very... kind of the intersection of our interests. Yeah, so if we are a Venn diagram, <laughs> you have Ben with his collection of movies, 
music. Mm-hmm. This Venn diagram will be on Instagram later. <laughs> we could make it. We could. Yeah, it'll be we'll our project. It. It'll be <laughs> easy. Anyway, so that's Ben. <laughs> Mine is movies, in comic books, um, and so when you kind of mix us together here, the common area there is movies. Yeah. So that's what we tend to gravitate and talk about much mm-hmm. more. Something we both have a, a very strong interest in. Both have in common. Yeah. So even in this mini set where we try not to talk about movies, we end up going back to movies. <laughs> uh, so, so that's that's just how it goes. Um, I'm trying to learn more about music. Actually, side note here: when we were tr- we just finished our our episode on the Wild Bunch, mm-hmm. when I was reading about the Wild Bunch, I would put on Pandora, and put in 1969 music hits, hmm. and I would listen to the music of that year while trying to read about the late 1960s. That's interesting because that's not at all what the people making the movie would have been listening it's to. It's not. No, it's <laughs> not. Um, but a, but a reading about the era, talking about history book, yeah. reading the history book of it and the era was going on, I think it, it's very interesting to kind of... Yeah, it gives you a little slice of yeah, what the culture like. of what's going on there, and which is what I like about this podcast and what I kind yeah. of was hoping we would accomplish is by yeah. giving you a full spectrum of the decade. And that's... um. That's the nifty part about doing a 20th century history. We can do it. The re- technology existed to record music, so yeah, we uh, have more access to it. But yeah, so good luck with the last 20 pages. Thank we'll you. We'll look forward to hearing more in a future minisode about what you thought. Oh, it's I have to reread this thing, man. This it's very it's so dense mm-hmm. that I'd have to I I would have to read it again. Um, I'm actually tempted to go to the library and pick up, try to pick up the cliff notes yeah. to read the cliff notes after I finish reading the book. Because <laughs> I heard that, I, I read that in a, a review someone did yeah. on Goodreads, and I was like, that's a great idea. I read them go, both. I need to go read them both. Yeah. that's uh, We could do a whole mini-sode of itself, just about talking about cliff notes and spoilers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll save that one for next time. So thank you for listening to the Pop Story In podcast. Don't forget to send us uh, an email with your review of The Outlaw Josie Wales or anything you'd like to talk to us about from our podcast. Maybe you're reading Heart of Darkness now. Uh, allow us to encourage you to finish it. It is a great work of literature. It is. Uh, persevere. Let us know what other works of literature you might be reading at the moment. Yeah. Um, and other movies that you decided to watch for the new year. Yeah. So, anything. <laughs> Let us know. Send us a tweet. Tweet. We are on Twitter. Subscribe and share us with a friend on your favorite podcatcher. Let us know what podcatcher you use, by the way, because I think most of our users are on Apple Podcasts, but there's quite a few options out there. There so are. Let us know. And yeah, we will talk to you next time. I'm Ben. I'm Chris. And we'll see you later.